0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the memoirs through a blind woman's eyes. This is Riley Rose Frazee, and as promised, I'm going to do another tribute to Marty, the third and final one here. And I thought I would tell you how I reacted, actually, the morning I found out he was retiring. The whole story there, because I don't believe I did on the first two, and how I was today. So... I found out back in January, and it was weird because it was... (laughs) I got up in the morning, and it was just a normal, typical day, you know, and I got up looking at my phone like I always do and saw, you know, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff, all these notifications. Then at bat comes on. Hall of Famer Marty Brenneman to announce his retirement after... Sorry, I'm not sure. What?! Okay, sister. I didn't say your name, but okay. That was interesting. I don't know what I said to get her triggered. But um, anyway, at bat was basically talking about different things. And he said, Hall of Famer Marty Brenneman to announce his retirement at the end of 2019. And I was like, What? Are you kidding me? I was stunned. And I get up, you know, to go downstairs and do my morning stuff. And I come down and I'm in tears. And my mom goes, what's the matter with you? And I'm, I'm just sitting there and I'm sobbing. Hello? Hello? You know, and she's like, What is wrong with you? And I'm, I'm not saying anything to her. I'm just, I'm a mess. She goes, What did Jesse do? Play a sad game again? Because she knew about perception. You know how perception had made me cry. So she's like, Did Jesse Anderson make you cry again? Did he play another sad game? No. Oh. She goes, So did Jesse get him a girlfriend? That's what she was hoping. I could tell. I'm like, No. I said, Jesse didn't get him a girlfriend. She was darn. Her exact words, darn. And she goes, well, then what's the matter with you? Jesse didn't get a girlfriend. What are you balling for? And I said, Marty Brenneman's retiring. Oh. And she looks at me, well, you knew it was coming sooner or later. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no comfort whatsoever, as usual. So I walk in, do what I have to do, and go back upstairs. I stayed upstairs all day that day because I was just... I did not want to talk to nobody that day. I was just devastated. You know, and... So I was sitting there, and I was trying... I was trying so hard not to miss games. You know, for a while I was doing pretty good. But then... Life happens, you know, and things started... I started going places with Steve a lot more. I was... Doing other things. You know, then... A4G kicked in. Game Accessibility Advocate kicked in. All this stuff kicked in. And everything just kept going crazy. And then the next thing I knew, I had a boyfriend. And I was now hiding upstairs because, you know, nobody supported it. And so then I was listening to a lot more games again. And I was doing other things, trying to keep my mind off of things, and moved up here and I'm glad I had the At-Bat app like I said before. I'm glad I had the At-Bat app otherwise I wouldn't have been able to listen to Marty's last game today. You know, and it was don't get me wrong, it was rough at times because you know, when Marty Brenneman would start crying then I would lose it and then ugh I mean, it was it's bad. I mean, it was really bad and it was hard to, to hear that man cry because then I'd start crying and it was just it was rough because not only that the thing I hoped the most didn't happen I so badly wanted to hear him say and this one belongs to the Reds one last time Nope. They just couldn't do it. I'm like really guys? Really? One last time we wanted to hear it. And y'all couldn't hold it. Ugh. I'm so disappointed. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm 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 so disappointed that they couldn't do it. Because I I'd love to have heard him do that one last time. Nope. Couldn't do it. So sad. So freaking sad. You know. You know. And. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of disappointed. I didn't get to hear that one last time. But yeah. I kind of had a feeling it was I wasn't going to get to. But I, I was hoping. Hoping beyond hope that he'd get to say it one last time. But deep down I knew oh, I wasn't gonna get to hear it. I'm not gonna lie. I knew I wasn't gonna get to. Because I knew they weren't gonna be able to do it. To be honest, it'd be cool if they won against the pirates and they ca- they called him on the phone and he did it over the phone. Right into the mic. That'd be But yeah. Or they had a pre recorded thing and had him say it that way, but Like I said, next year, I don't know if I'll be able to listen or not. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be really different not having Marty Renum in there as the voice of the Reds. I'm not going to lie. The only way I'll probably do it is if Jesse encourages me to do it. Because I don't think I can without encouragement. Because, like I said, that man was, he was the voice of the Reds for so long. That, you know, that's the main one I know. And for me to, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I, it was hard for me to listen to games this summer knowing he was leaving. You know, I, I was for the past few months, especially the past month or so, because, you know, Jesse's encouraged me to listen. But like I said, next year, I don't know if I will much. I honestly don't. Because it won't be Marty. And it won't be the same without Marty Brenneman at all. I'm not saying I'm going to give up on the Reds. I'm not saying that at all. It's just going to be rough to listen without Marty. And I knew I was going to choke up again. (laughs) But yeah, I mean... I honestly don't know how i'm going to do that i'll be honest i for the life of me i don't know i honestly i honestly can't tell you how i'll do it if if, if i'm able to do it i'm hoping i can but not having him there is oof. it's going to be rough it really is it's, it's going to be very um, different to not have him there broadcasting and describing the details mm-hmm. I mean if I do it'll be because of Jeff Brantley mainly because I really like Jeff Brantley a lot Jeff Brantley's awesome I mean, he's a great broadcaster, too. So, if I do listen, it'll be because of Cowboy. Because I really like him. And and like I said before, it's not that I don't like Tommy Thrall. I do. I like Tommy. It's just, I've grown so used to Marty that it's going to be hard to adjust. Because I've never had to. (laughs) I mean... I had to with the Bengals, and i I, like I said, I wish I could remember who that guy was. I cannot remember that guy's name for the life of me. Who used to broadcast with them? It's driving me nuts. But it wasn't—I don't know why he left. I don't know if he retired or what happened. But I never had to with Cincinnati Reds. I've had to adjust to new managers. Which I was devastated when Dusty left. I'm not going to lie about that. But. Because I was like double blow. Because that was at the same time. That's when Bronson left. So it was like double hammered. But. I've never had to. Basically listen to a broadcaster go. So it's. Oof. It's, like I said. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Probably the only way. As if he kind of encourages me, hey why don't you listen to the Reds again because probably without that push and that encouragement I probably won't because I have a lot of you know, I can listen to a lot of games in spring training but yeah, it's gonna be because I'm <laughs> three more yet to go for this season and then they're done. And then once that's over, then they're done till next year. And like I said, I don't know how that's going to go. I really don't. It's it's going to be very very different to have a whole season without that voice. A few games is one thing. I could probably still listen to the last three this year, but... Because I'm used to, you know, every once in a while, him not being there. But the whole year... Oof. That's... Going to be difficult. It's I, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be difficult because it's not something I'm used to. I'm I mean... Most times, I don't mind change. I don't mind changes. Like, I mean... Hell, I moved to Minnesota, for God's sake. I don't mind change. But when it comes to somebody you're attached to... Mm, it's... It's a bitch. It really is. It's... it's. Ugh. And again, I mean... The one person... I said this in a memo that I might have to, I have, with permission from Jesse, I might have to archive it too because um, there's irony. The one person that I thought would be the most supportive is nowhere to be found right now when it comes to this. The person that is, the person that I didn't think I'd ever be in contact with <laughs> is the one that's the most supportive. It's it's insanity, is what it is. And and there was a a, a message I sent Jesse about that because I thought that was just irony. But it's today's just been craziness. It's it's been absolute craziness. You know, it's just, it's been absolute craziness. I never, I never thought that <laughs> I would have to deal with something like that. I really didn't. I mean, I knew it was coming, but I didn't think it would happen I, I, I honestly didn't think he'd ever retire, to be honest with you, because I, I know how much he loves it. It's something he's passionate about. It's a labor of love for Marty Brenneman. You know, so I didn't really think he would ever hang it up. I really didn't. I've had several people tell me they think that he'll even come in as substitute sometimes. And I wouldn't be surprised. And I will come on. If I find out, if I happen to hear a game and it happens, you guys will hear from me if it does. That would be cool as hell. I, I'm not going to lie. That would be awesome if he came in. And, even if it was just like, did it for a weekend or something. Because something went down or whatever. But I I can't, like, and I know he's not going to give up completely on the organization because he, he already said that. He's still going to be part of the organization. He said that all week, you know, he said he's, he's he might not be behind the mic, but he's still going to be a part of the organization, you know, and he said last night on his game with Tom, he said, you know, he wanted to leave while he has in good health and on good terms, you know, but I still never could have imagined him retiring. I just, wow, I mean, I know how much he loves it. And today, before the game, <laughs> I have to tell it because it's so funny. I And I'm not saying this to make fun of Marty because I did the same damn thing, but vice versa. I screwed it up. He did it. He did it. And I have to say it because I did it, too. And it's funny. It's so funny that me and my favorite broadcaster did the same thing by accident. <laughs> um, it started off... First of all, that he did, they did some real funny calls that he had, and oh god, I was dying, I was in tears. He had me laughing so hard. Oh god, my sides hurt so bad, because <laughs> it was just it was so funny that I I was crying. Well, then he was talking about his um, he got to call um, fourteen ninety two Pete Rose's hit. He called Riverfront Stadium, Great American Ballpark. I, live and love and lost it. And here's why. Back in 2010, I think, 2010, we were going to a Reds game. Now, as I told you in the one tribute to Marty, when I moved out in '05, it sucked because I lived in a place where ugh, it was trash, the signal. The, the signal was nothing but garbage. There was no signal out there whatsoever. You couldn't have got a signal to save your life. It was just trash. I mean, it was just. I mean, it almost sounded like an AM um, garbled up mess. It was bad. There was no voices, no nothing. It was just static. It was ugly. I mean, pure ugly. And I saw I couldn't hear the Reds for a few years while I lived there. For at least a... October of 05 to January of 07. I could not hear the Reds. Which really, really sucked bad. And before that you know, I was at that other place that I was at this summer and Basically, there, I was helping babysit. I was helping do all this other stuff. 01 to 02, well, September of 01, of course, 9-11 had hit. From there to at least, oh, yeah, about 02, 03 maybe, I was completely out of sports altogether. I wasn't even paying attention. So, I didn't know Riverfront was gone. And, because 9-11 really effed up my senior year bad. So, I had no idea the Reds got a new ballpark. Well, we went to a Reds game back in 10 You know, I'd gotten back into it. I had a little transistor radio, tiny little thing. And, went down there and I'm like, oh, we're going to go to Riverfront. <laughs> Like I said, me and Marty both did this. I walk in, I'm like, oh, yay, Riverfront. Wait a minute. Uh, Something's wrong. Then I heard him say Great American Ballpark. I heard Marty say that, and I'm like, what? What the hell? That's exactly what I was thinking under my breath. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, this isn't Riverfront. Something's wrong here, because I heard him say Great American Ballpark. And I'm thinking, what? What? Next thing I know, I look up on YouTube. Yeah, Riverfront went down the year I graduated. And I was like, what the hell? Talk about ball. Yeah, I literally cried. And some people would be like, you bawled over the implosion of a building? Uh, yeah. Because I had memories there. That was, my fr- that was the first time I ever went to a Reds game. So, yeah, I did. And if somebody had a problem with it, you know what? They'd deal with me because, uh, guess what? I kind of was attached to it. I didn't even realize that it was gone. And Marty did that today. He called Riverfront Stadium, G-A-B-P. I, I just... I was like, "Well, there you go, honey. We both did it." Because I called G A B P Riverfront, so it was vice versa. We both screwed that up, which I thought was pretty funny, you know. And it was just it was just hysterical. If he would have told me that, I would have had to have chuckled. Because if I, if I would have talked to him today, if I'd have gotten a chance to talk to him, if Steve would have been called me and I'd have gotten a chance to talk to him, I would have told him. You know, that was pretty that was pretty humorous there accidentally called Great American Ballpark Riverfront. Because I called Riverfront, or Great American, or calling Riverfront Great American Ballpark when I called um, Great American Ballpark Riverfront. That was pretty good. That was pretty funny. And honestly, if I would have gotten to talk to him, you'd have probably seen an earlier memoir, because I would have been a mess. I would have been a total mess. That's no kidding. It would have been ugly crying, I'm sure. But yeah, it was pretty funny. And uh, Governor uh, DeWine came um, up to the booth and showed, gave him a proclamation. Kind of wish he would have read it, but he didn't. But yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, a bit that happened for Marty you know and at the end his kids were all up there and his grandkids again in the booth the media guys the four um guys for the media uh Trent Rosecrans Bobby Nightingale Mark Sheldon and John Fay they all gave him a picture that they took together as a group John Ghost <laughs> or not Mark not John Mark is like yeah, he goes, uh, you'll have nightmares for a while with this picture. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. He's like, you'll have nightmares now. I'm like, oh, guys. Well, they were all four in the booth with him, which I thought was kind of cool. And like I said, I don't know how next year is going to go. Oh, God. Because there's things that they did that I don't know how they're going to do it now. I don't know if they're going to change it to Ask the Cowboy. Or if they're going to completely give that up. I know they won't give up the Cincinnati uh, Bell trivia question. Because that's, that's a signature thing. Marty had made a comment to the um, about... When, when the media guys were in there, that no other organization interviews the writers for the fans. Which, I have to say, I agree with him, because I've, I've heard other teams, you know, just to hear how they do things. And I, I agree with him. I, I don't know any other team that does it at all. I mean, like I said, I've heard several different broadcasts. I've heard several different teams broadcast, and none of them interview the media, you know, the media that uh, beat writers and stuff that cover the team. So, yeah, I don't know any of them that do. I mean, I remember even um, because of having at-bat, I was able to listen to Vince Scully's last game when he retired. You know, that was kind of cool to get to be a part of that. You know, and that's 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 the thing that happens when you when you um have an app like that. You can listen to other teams broadcasters too when they retire and give them a listen. You know, it's that's just something that you can do. You know, out of respect for them too. Like it even as much as I disrespect um actions of certain people and what they do, meaning <clears throat> steroids, and how the fans embrace that person when they do steroids, if a certain broadcaster that Marty talked to last night retires and I hear about it, I will listen to his last game, even though I don't respect the the, the decision by the player and the... The fans backing that guy up. I'm not going to disrespect that, that that particular broadcaster because I like him. He, oh, God, he, he, oh. And Steve, you know who I'm talking about without me, you know, saying who it is. But, oh, dear God, that broadcaster killed me last night. Oh, dear Lord. And if, and if you've heard the tribute, you know who I'm talking about. But that man is a trip. He is a freaking trip. And if he retires, I will listen to his game. His last one too. Because I respect him. Don't respect the the guy on the team that he works for. But I respect him. Because he's a cool dude. He's a trip. Oh my god. I felt bad for poor Tommy. uh, Oh dear god. I felt bad for poor Tommy because Tommy always wanted to meet him. And he, Marty goes down to the booth. Uh, he calls him and he said, "Well, or he, he calls him to see if he's going to be at that particular game the next day." And he says, "Yeah, I'm going to be there." He's like, "Good, because somebody wants to he somebody wants to meet you or whatever." So he goes down and he goes he goes down to the, the teams the other team's booth and he goes, "I got this guy that wants to meet you," and he tells him to do something right. So he brings him down. To the booth, the other team's booth. Because he says, "Yeah, he's here." You know, blah 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 blah. So Marty takes Tommy down there, and they, they walk in, and the guy's got his phone up to his ear, like he's talking on his cell phone. He turns, well, "I'll talk to you when the when the season starts." And so they're just standing there. They just keep standing there. He finally turns again and like dismisses them, like, and he goes, "I told you." I'll talk to you when the season starts. Well, Tommy, they start walking out. And Tommy is just devastated. He's just devastated. And the the guy comes down and actually talks to him after that. Oh, I'm like, oh, you guys are terrible. <laughs> and see, Marty and this man have been friends for years. So they were screwing with the new guy. I'm like, you guys are just bad. <laughs> and, that, and that's one thing that Marty always said, you know, He was telling the the media guys and Tommy, even, you're going to be in this booth. You better have thick skin. Because we will pick on you to the point where you cry. (laughs) I'm like, man, sounds familiar to me. Jeez. Marty's crazy. Jeezy. Pete's. But, yeah, it's crazy it's absolute craziness that you know, he, he he was saying that stuff it was just like, it's funny but Marty, you know, was he was sitting there talking about the beginning of the year how he didn't want this big old hoopla you know, he didn't want this big old party and all this stuff and Mr. Castellini told him, look, it wouldn't be fair to the fans or the club if we don't do something for you. Because the fans deserve that. You know, and that's why they did all the stuff they did in the past month. It's Marty month. But, you know, they love that, um, Booth they were in last night at Gapper's Alley. They loved it. And, um, but, you know, only Marty can get away with some things. You know, certain people on a radio broadcast can't get away with calling somebody a dumbass. But Marty has gotten such rapport with people and such stuff. He can, he can get away with stuff. Like last time he said, first time it was a dumb ass question. Now it was just a stupid question. And I'm, I just had to laugh. Because I mean, only Marty can get away with once in a while having a s- swearing on the air. He's got that much rapport with people. And it's just, it's so funny because that man could just, he could call somebody a clown right on the air and nobody, and you know, he, you know, it, it and everybody just loves Marty. I mean, who wouldn't love Marty? Marty's, Marty's good. Marty's good. Even Jesse got to hear him the past couple of weeks. What'd you think? I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, he he's <coughs> non replaceable. That's for sure. I mean, it's somebody might. You know, come in there and and take over, but you can't replace the Hall of Famer. No, you can't. It's it's impossible. I mean, if somebody was to right now tell me, hey, you could fill the Hall of Famer shoes, I'd go, Pfft. no. There's a country song, who's gonna fill their shoes? It's a George Jones classic. Nobody is going to fill his shoes. There's going to be many broadcasters in, in the future. But <sighs> like nobody is going to fill the shoes of Marty Renaman. not in my book. I mean, like I said, Tommy's great, but it's not the same as Marty. You know, I like I, I like Tommy's voice and everything. I do. But there's just something about Marty. It's just... And some people would probably say... <clears throat> those certain people. look, oh, you're just obsessed. No. Marty has just been that good. That detailed. Like I said, you take the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good... You know, the hyped-up calls, the home runs, the wins, the bad, which would be the losses and the the basically negative downer stuff that has happened. The ugly, the injuries, and the brick and ball bites. That's what I say, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Ugh. But like I said, it was Marty. Marty could do things so well. And I'll tell you what, I know one night I am kind of glad I was not listening. Because Marty probably would have had it into such detail, I probably would have freaked. In a way, I would have loved to have heard what he said. Because I know Marty, he would have been pissed off at the way people acted. But it was, um, I think it was August 10th of 2010. I believe that was the date. I remember I came back home. I had gone with my assistant, Christy, somewhere. And I would just gotten in the door, got sat down, got, you know, kicked back, relaxed, getting ready to put the game on. The phone rings. Hello? Riley, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like. Helen, whoa, what's the matter? Oh, my God, did you hear about what happened at the ballpark? Uh, no. What happened? She goes, I guess there was a real big hoop raw there at the ballpark tonight. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, I heard there was a big fight and everything else. Somebody called me and asked me if you've seen it. I'm like, no, I just got back, you know, and I quickly turned on, ra- on the radio and they were talking about it a little bit. But the only version I ever saw was Tom and um, Chris Welsh. that talked about it. And all it was, you guys, was Brandon Phillips. You guys know how crazy Brandon Phillips always was. And everybody tells me I take offense to things too easy. Or that blind people take offense too easy. Yeah, that's true. A lot of them do. But you know what? <clears throat> Why don't you tell that to Mr. Yadier Molina? Yeah, that one I'm calling out. <laughs> this guy took offense over basically Brandon calling them names. They're adults so what do they do? Go out on the field and fight for like seven minutes or more. Really? Right in front of impressionable kids and everything? That's how you handle it? I mean, come on. I've been called a lot worse than a whiny baby there, Yachty. And and I'm younger than you. Come on. (laughs) Just saying. But anyway, I've been called a hell of a lot worse, and I'm not out there starting fights. <laughs> Jeez, and that Brandon Phillips, oh God. Marty made a comment one night that that's one of the players that he always respected because he came down one night. He, uh, they got back from the game, and Brandon was sitting there talking with his family, playing. I think it was Go Fish, I think he said. He went He went upstairs to his hotel room, comes back down about an hour later, Brandon is still sitting there with that family playing Go Fish with the kids. I'm like, talk about a trooper. I mean, just got back from a game and is playing Go Fish with with fans. Now, How cool is that? That Brandon, he was something else. Oh, my God. God, that guy killed me. Sometimes doing interviews, that man was never serious. I swear he—he he was too much. He was just too much fun. I—I I, I miss Brandon because Brandon—he goes. They were getting ready to go to Atlanta. He goes, "Yep, gotta go see them sexy babies in Atlanta." I oh my God, Brandon Phillips, <laughs> what a nut. He was cool. But, yeah, Marty is definitely, definitely going to be missed. We're all going to miss Marty. God bless you, Marty. Rounding third and headed for home. Hope you enjoy a great retirement, sweetheart, because you, you deserve it, Marty. hope you guys enjoy my little tribute I did and I will catch you tomorrow with something else that was asked of me recently and I'm going to upload a couple of episodes on that subject talk to you tomorrow, later